model GF podcaster Bia. And she says, what does that mean? And I just go, it's just, it's a compliment, but also a joke. Monday, Barramundi. Tuesday, cheddar-crusted chicken breast with a sweet potato mash. Yesterday, blackened salmon with a spring mix and green apple salad. And Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I got no idea, man. I got no, I got no clue. Beats me. It's a, it's a mystery. Hello, fresh meals do be sound and tasty. I'm actually like I'm the opposite of a, of an evangelist. Uh, it's got to be done, unfortunately, um, for HelloFresh. If anything, I actually think when people ask me like, "Do you recommend HelloFresh?" my my answer is largely no. I think if you are in a very, I don't even recommend it for myself. We'll have a plebiscite at some point once we uh, get into more of a routine with the baby. Maybe get a little bit more free time where we discuss our future with HelloFresh. I don't consider it like a must-have service. The air fryer must must own. Must own. HelloFresh, optional. The, the, the thing for me about HelloFresh, as we've done a couple of times, is that I got, on the, on the show, I mean, the HelloFresh, the, the, the value I want is it making life more convenient. So I, I want the meals that people make fun of. I want the pre-chopped sweet potato, the diced onion, you know, etc., etc. I basically want like a protein, a starch, a vegetable, a seasoning pack, and a, and a recipe. Sometimes they'll be like, hey, you wanted this because you wanted to cook something new. And I'm like, under no circumstances. Anytime I find myself, like the, there was a HelloFresh, I think it was Mondays where uh, I, I spent 20 minutes just chopping stuff, and I was like, why don't I just find the recipe online and go to the damn grocery store? Like, if I'm going to be chopping my own stuff anyway, like, I might as well, you know, lower the margins on the meal. Like, it's crazy. Did you ever make that pizza? I think I mentioned it, but like the pizza that had like the you had to knead the dough yourself and make it into like two different rectangles. I I tried one of the rectangles was good. The other rectangle was misshapen. Ten minutes later, I tried to work with them again, ruined them both, mashed them together, thinking I could possibly uh, salvage maybe one large pizza out of it ruined the entire dough by doing that just made it like so I, I guess I overworked it I'm not much of a baker honestly I don't know the science behind it but it I, I ruined it and I was like dude this is not why I'm getting hello fresh like it's it's like 11 bucks Canadian per meal per portion like I could buy a large pizza for that have it delivered and it would be more convenient might not be quite as tasty but it would solve you're like I, I, it's an activity that you could do with your family. Like, I think th there's some... There's some utility there. But, like, when it when you got a kid and it's, like, 
you know, 8 p.m. on a Tuesday, you're like, I'm begging you, just, like, have some mercy here. Anyway, so I'm not, like, anti-HelloFresh. It does have some value. But, um, most of the time, it, it doesn't give me what I want out of it. What I want out of it is more convenience, and then, like, the, the actual flavor of the meal is secondary. But um, not everybody's in the same boat. Obviously, you know, the company seems to be doing pretty well. They're, they're, doing, they're doing something right for the shareholders. More power to them, I guess. But I, I think we may be reaching... My personal sentiment is that we're reaching the end of the HelloFresh journey for, for me as, a, as, a, as the chef. Do you remember the recipes enough to get value as a learning thing? I think it's kind of like a... Um, it's like a false dilemma question, because like, what you don't need to remember the recipes, right? Like you could just look up like, instead of getting the HelloFresh like salmon recipe, you could just Google like best salmon recipe. They give you ideas. I, I, you could just, I don't know. Like I feel like I'm maybe I don't know why this is like soured my my demeanor temporarily, but I'm like you could just go to like food.com and get ideas. They're like, whoa, I never thought of having sweet potatoes mashed before. Like, that's crazy. <laughs> Thank you, HelloFresh. Whoa. You can caramelize onions now? Since when? Ooh. <laughs> that's, that's a dated one. So they've got the internet on computers now, huh? Here's an idea, lasagna. And here's another idea, my butt. What's wrong with this guy? He plays one M-rated game in the form of Resident Evil 7, and then he's like... He's going off, dude. He didn't say my butt? I censored it for him, because I don't want him to say something he regrets. They make it so you don't have to find the ingredients at the grocery store? Look, I'm... There's a level of convenience there. I think if you, like, live distant from a grocery store, maybe there's some value in not shopping. As often, at least. But, like, I'm at the grocery store, like, every day to begin with. Just because I need something to do when I'm taking the baby out for a walk. And I'm more than capable of finding the, the sweet potatoes and uh, green beans myself. That's the secondary thing. They've, they've got a... They've got a, a real hard-on for green beans. And, like, I don't mind them. Don't get me wrong. But, like, just come on, man. Like... Mix, mix it up a little bit. Like, give me some sugar snap peas now and then. But instead, they're like... Anytime I see a recipe and it's like, quick, 15 minutes. And then this step one is like, peel and trim all the green beans. I'm like, one of these things must be false. And dude, I'm not... That tweet that I made that went mini viral. It went viral back in the, in the Thanos days. Where I said, HelloFresh be giving you two steaks that look like this. And one of them was... Mike Wazowski, and the other one was Tall Guy from Monsters, Inc., as played by John Goodman. Uh, John Goodman. That is definite. When they give you steaks, they give you one Mike Wazowski and one Sully. They always give you one steak that's like a tall, thin, and then they give you one steak that's like a little circle. And then they're like, cook them for the exact same amount of time. And you're like, I'm not, I'm not a scientist, but I'm not, I don't think it's going to work, man. 
I had a deep fried nightmare making HelloFresh chickpea fritters. That's the thing, man. They get way too ambitious. Know your place, HelloFresh. Why am I needing my own pizza dough? I just wanted I just wanted faster dinners on a on a weekday. They're out here like use like uh put seven tablespoons of oil in a shallow pan and arrange your chickpeas again. You're like, oh my dude, I just How how about uh, apply heat to salmon? Serve with this bag of potato chips we included. <laughs> You're flat. You got no talent. They should, that's what they need, is they need like a HelloFresh for people that don't respect themselves. Incredible dodge there, I, if I do say so myself. They need a HelloFresh that is just like, Monday, here's half a jar of peanut butter, go to town. That could, Depresso Fresh, there you go. Wednesday, we cooked the frozen pizza at headquarters, here's half of it. Like that, that could take off, man. Anyway, HelloFresh, if you if you wanna if you wanna talk, you know where to find me. I hate these enemies, man. They're like that Lady Gaga song, Rain on Me. That's right, I have some contemporaneous references. I train contemporarily at 97.5 iHeartRadio FM. That's Rihanna? Wrong. It's Lady Gaga. And Ariana Grande. Lady Goo Goo Gaga? He's so cultured. He's so cultured. Thoughts on the classic debate of modern art versus uh, classic art? Um, who Who is the art? Do actually, you know what? I, I watched like a documentary about um, Alien last night, and they were talking about this artist named uh, Francis Bacon. I have heard of him before. I honestly thought that guy lived in, like, the 1600s. When they showed a video interview of Francis Bacon, I was like, how did they get a video of this guy in the Elizabethan era? It turns out that I was just totally wrong, and Francis Bacon is from, like, the 20th century. There's two different Francis Bacons? There's, there's, a, <laughs> there's an astronomer? From the 1700s and then an artist from the 1900s? That's crazy, man. Did they run out of names? Anyway, long story short, like, I thought his art was pretty sick. I don't know that much about art. They were showing a lot of Francis Bacon stuff and they were showing a lot of H.R. Uh, Geiger stuff because obviously it's, you know, it's alien. And I was like, these guys are like the best artists. Picasso? Get bent. Matisse? How about you get these out of my face? Because it's trash. Give me a drawing of like a weird Egyptian goddess who has like a, a gear for a brain or something instead. That's the ticket, man. They had it all figured out. Weird bit? It's not a weird bit. It's a real bit that I believe in. Dolly? No thanks. I'd rather... Honestly, I get more value out of the freaking deli. Ooh! You thought you had me. But in all ways but the physical, you never even had your car. 
I don't. I genuinely don't know any artists. Who's the artist who did the album art for Brian Eno's album cover, Another Green World? That guy's pretty cool. But I think it's like the drawing is like not great. Like the people don't even really look like real people or whatever. But the music is really good. So I think that that gives it some credit. Yeah, man, it's Trey Parker and Matt Stone. That's what I was saying. Fantastic album. Dude, it's a great... It's a great one. Just playing solitaire by the window. Just waiting. Seasons change one day. You'll see. My dreams will pull you through this garden gate. That's me singing to Mom's Knife. Did you know that everyone's telling me, give up, give up, and I say no. People are, t are texting me saying, you don't know how much harm you're causing. That's how I know I'm doing something right. Did you know that procrastination is Latin from pro, which means for, and crastin, which means tomorrow? Learned that in, in the book I was reading last night. No, but thank you. You never know. That might come up on Jeopardy. Maybe maybe crass means tomorrow. I don't know. Something like that. You know, you could figure out the rest. By by reading, you mean listening to? Uh, somebody hasn't been keeping up with the required reading. <laughs> I now I, I listen to audiobooks to fall asleep, but I read physical print pages before I go to bed. And then on on walks i listen to podcasts i have a very particular my my tastes are very particular yo how'd you get that peepo diamond i'm getting really into like i told you i needed to find a new hobby i'm getting real into um the idea of like new emotes like just sometimes i'll just spend like a couple hours going through uh better twitch tv Write some down in this notebook I got beside me. Oh, that's a good one. Peepo G. Peepo G. Keep that in mind. Remember that. Peepo G. Requesting less frog emotes. Don't make me tap the sign. Oh, no. We got one more in us. What's the sign? The sign is... Um, you don't get to suggest less of something. Diamond Hands Peepo is the stock guy's emote. Okay. Could you ask him if I could borrow that loan on margin? Borrow that emote on margin, please. Tell him it, it will do more for... Uh, it, it might not do a lot for his uh, channel marketing, but it'll definitely do more than the miserable current 10-year uh, treasury rate. <laughs> oh, man. Just two guys talking about bond yields, dude. Just talking about bond yields. Less, yeah, dude, that's the problem with society. We talk too much about bond yields. Not enough about bond me, you know? Everyone's always getting all these emails. People are always like, hey, NDA, NDA. You're under NDA. Don't say that. We're going to sue you. You can't say that. You're under NDA. And I'm like, dude, why are you always talking about NDA? We could be talking about NWA instead. Makes me sick, man. Why are we talking about Jerome Powell? We could be out here talking about Jerome Bettis, former running back for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Makes me sick, man.
Why are we out here talking about Janet Yellen when we could be talking about we could be rebel yelling like Billy Idol. Whatever happened to predict the, the bus? Yeah, baby. Yeah, the bus, baby. Yeah. <laughs> He's spiraling. Losing faith. Bro, okay. Also, I wanted, I know we've been treading the same territory for quite some time. Nice try. Um, He's cracked. So I was talking about like... Uncle Fester of at many junctures throughout the past several uh, weeks, as you know. People were trying to tell me in the comments of my video that at the end of the first Adams Family movie, Uncle Fester gains the power to absorb and manipulate electricity. I have seen the first Adams Family movie 25 times. It was the first movie I ever saw in theaters. I have no recollection of this whatsoever. Is it true? No true. No clue. Thank you for your feedback. <laughs> he will join the MCU. I thought Uncle Fester was just a normal guy. Like, he's Gordon, that evil lady's son. And then she shaves him bald to try to trick Gomez into thinking that it's Uncle Fester so they can gain access to the Adams family fortune. That's why Grandma's like, Fester Adams! If you, you know, but he actually turned out to be Fester? What are you talking about? He turned out to be Fester. He was always Gomez's brother? What's the rationale? I, I vaguely remember. Like, he had an interrograde amnesia or something like that and forgot he wasn't Uncle Fester, but then he was. But then it's like, it, it doesn't make any, any sense. If he was always Uncle Fester, why wasn't he bald? He forgot how to be bald? It's like he only... <laughs> Wait, but doesn't he get a head injury at the end of the Adams Family? I, I always, my interpretation, and this is maybe, I guess, a fan theory, so I apologize. My interpretation was always that Uncle Fester in the movie was just a normal guy who got sucked into this plan that his mom came up with. And then he got hit on the head, and that led him to get confused to the extent where he started to believe he was the real Uncle Fester. And I thought it was like a story about like, hey man, family is like what you make of it. You know, family is where you belong, not uh, like who you're born with. Now, 100%. He knew how to do the mamushka though. Yeah, but there's also in Adam's family values, like there's some stuff that stretches the bounds of realism that you just have to accept for uh, like poetic license, right? Like. Gomez, literally, with one hand, Gomez picks up Uncle Fester, who's got away like 275 easy. He throws him up against the wall like Prison Mike. And then within the space of like one second, he throws 17 daggers at him that completely outline his body so that he gets trapped on the wall. Like, there's no way that... Like, you, you can't apply real-world constraints to the Adams Family, man. They eat poison for dinner. You see Grandma Ma cooking that cauldron up? Like, 
Yeah, also there's a hand that just kind of like chills out. They have a cousin who's literally just made of hair. And he has a child with a woman. And then the baby is just made of hair. Like, stop this bit. It's not a bit, dude. It's important to me. Trying to figure out if, whether everything I knew about the 1992 Adams Family movie is a freaking lie. It's, it's a free. I've got fond memories when thing runs at the screen. Don't hurt me, I'm Ryan. Don't hurt me. I thought that movie came out in the 1950s. Oh man. You know what's crazy to think about? I was thinking about this the other day, like. When you look back on history, we have the spoilers, right? Like, we know the 60s going to the 70s, the 70s going to the 80s, and, like, you know, so on and so forth. Speak now. Okay, yeah, sure. Uh, see you later. Forever hold your peace. But, like, in the 1950s, they didn't know that the future would look different. There were literally people with, like, the crew-cut hair in the 1950s that thought... If when they pictured, like, what, the year 2000? Well, we should rephrase. When they thought about what 1965 looked in their head, they pictured themselves with, like, a button-up shirt with short sleeves and, like, the horn rim glasses and a crew cut. Being like, going to work, honey, it's Dwight Eisenhower's sixth term. God bless America, right? And when we think back to, like, the late 1960s, we think about, like, the summer of love and, like, you know... The Grateful Dead and stuff like that. That's hilarious, dude. Like, that that guy that I just invented. Oh, my God. He doesn't know how owned he is, is all I'm trying to say. So all I'm trying to say is he doesn't know how owned he is. I've tried to explain many times. I, I cannot be baited into being upset. I have read Meditations by Marcus Aurelius many times. Many people are talking about it. And uh, I... I'm just made of a superior intestinal fortitude. I cannot be tilted. YouTube's just glad you're not talking about inside baseball. And that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold said so. I did watch a little documentary about Stone Cold Steve Austin on the weekend. I forgot to mention. Um, I kind of thought that, like, okay, so Stone Cold is obviously a character that the man Steve Austin plays... What I did not know is that it's not a character and is actually, like, basically his life. Uh, like, to the extent that even when he was at, like, the height of his fame in the WWE, my man was literally living in a double-wide mobile home. I had no idea. He was talking about the fact, he was like, yeah, so I would come home from, like, Monday Night Raw, and I would go back to my double-wide and, like, I got a cooler full of beer, and I would just, like, slip away. And I was like, you lived in a trailer? You were, you had to be making, like, like seven figures a year. You didn't think about, like, even, like, renting? or I mean, I guess you saved a lot of money. Don't get me wrong, but what's wrong with it? I mean, it's just, you know, you associate, uh, like, a mobile home as a place... You, you live when you don't have other options to some extent, or with a vagabond lifestyle. So Stone Cold Steve Austin, you know, you'd expect with his salary that he was, he had options. But then he just decided, like, nah, man, the trailer life is a life for me. How how much did he make? That's that's what I want to know. You know, hold on, okay. 
How much did Stone Cold Steve Austin make in WWE? Google says... Well, I'm, I'm on sportskeeda.com, a reputable source. Stone Cold. The Texas Rattlesnake nearly made $12 million in 1999. Okay, that might not be salary, but still. I Source dude just trust me, but... <laughs> I mean, you selling a lot of shirts. That's all I'm trying to say. That's salary, not net worth. Dude, I love the celebrity net worth. It's always, like, so true. The donkey, donkey, dunk. Comments on your own? Nope. <laughs> That's for me to know and you to hopefully never find out. Internet says two milli. Um, the the internet should learn to factor in uh, the outstanding balance of my mortgage. We'll be sitting at a at a very different number. Also, the internet doesn't know that I hold four trillion shipcoin right now. You also own like all the egg coin. Yeah, but I lost like my egg coin wallet. I don't know. I, it was on my old hard drive that I took to, like, a computer shredder. So I'm like, uh, all, all my egg coin is gone. It's sad. I got to do Dan's Indiana Jones idea. Chip coins in the negative right now? Dude, that would... That could be a great meme. Imagine if a crypto could go to uh, below zero. Like, it hits zero, and people are like, aww. And then it hits, like, negative five cents, and people are like, oh! <laughs> oh, no, I got... I've got 12 quadrillion booba, dude. It's one cent apiece. I owe Coinbase, uh... $1.6 billion. I'm nothing. I don't respect the foundation. You, 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 the end scene. Dang, dang, hedge funds. Most manipulated coin on the market right now. I, I dare, I'm, I'm being completely silent. I don't want comedic timing. I want to win. Silence. If we don't talk, we can't, we can't be owned. We can't be owned. We can't lose. I, that would have been comedic timing if I said we can't lose. They would have they would have dunked on me. See, I, I can't say anything these days, dude. I'm always like, uh, you should eat like five to ten servings of fruits and vegetables daily. People are like, shut up, canceled. And I'm like, oh, come on now. You all laughed at me. Well, nobody's laughing now. Nobody's laughing now. When I told my friends I wanted to play as Tainted Lost, they all laughed at me. Well, nobody's laughing now. You disgust me, Murray. Chip is my Gen Z ally. I know that I'm ancient, like I'm old as dirt, 
Like, I was born when Friends was still on the air. But Chib will, will help me in the Gen Z culture wars. When, when my generation loses because we don't want to adult anymore, he'll get me a job in Gen Z. I could be like some kind of court jester. Or people could just, I don't know, come and like kick me in the testicles or something like that. Any Anything, really. I'll do anything, man. Very noble of you. Thank you. Thank I try to help. I just want to be of service. I just want to be of utility. Hello. Oh, yeah. Hey, check it out. Wow. Yo, baby, you're kind of looking like um, the album cover of Brian Eno's landmark classic, Another Green World. Yeah! Yeah, well, don't forget about Mommy's outfit, too. Oh, just, just something I threw on. Yeah. The Bugatti shirt? Know, <laughs> Just, oh, these? These old things? The Louboutins? The Bugatti shirt? I've been doing her. I'm the, I'm the first one to have one, something like this. Uh, a Gooby shirt? That's right. Kate, Chib has a meme I think you would like. Yeah. It's, it's a meme of, um, so I think it's a, like an Instagram AMA. Okay. And uh, the question on the AMA is, where'd you get your Chanel bag? Yeah. And then the lady goes, it's from Chanel. <laughs> I think maybe you might, <laughs> you might enjoy that meme. I don't know. Mm, lucky penny. Look at the penny smile. It gets so bright. It's going to crash <laughs> for sure. Yeah, but I can create heaven. Show me, show me, show me how you do that trick. The one that makes me pog, she said. The one that makes me sad, she said. Put your sub around my stream. Show me how you do it. And I promise you, I promise you, I'll pog away with you. You know that song, Kate? I'll pog away with you. No. All right, well, it's a good song. It's called... <laughs> It's called Just Like Heaven. It's by The Cure. Just Like Cure? The Cure. They feed us poison and then sell us the medicine. You know what I'm saying? Okay, see you soon, baby. Hey. 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 Chibli, are you still here? Hello. I just want it. it's just comforting, you know. I don't have anything to say. It's just uh just comforting to know you're around. Don't shoot yet, man. Oh you gotta <laughs> I don't know if the game will survive this room. It's it's got like two FPS, man. Oh, no 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 RTX on. I told you, I told you, one more run and I'm gonna be okay. Don't touch me, mother fricker. 
Everybody betray me. I'm fed up with this world. Dude, honestly, I know we I've talked about this before. Two most shocking moments in cinema history. One of them is when Caesar the ape says no. When after a whole movie of him just being like a an ape, when he goes, No! You're like, oh what? Um, I think I scared the baby. I'm sorry, baby. The other scary moment in, in cinema history is when, um, after being the nicest guy on Earth for all of the, the movie The Room, Johnny, a.k.a. Tommy Wiseau, is in his room, and then his wife knocks on the door and says, Johnny, come out. And he says, in a minute, bitch. You go, woo. <laughs> Because, you know, there's nothing scarier than when a nice guy gets twisted. Did you say that, though? I go inside at 6.45. She's stepping out the damn shower like, can I help you? The shop's not that far away. We can make it, man. Take it nice and slow. Dip it low. Pick it up slow. You guys remember Christina, Christina Milian? No? All right, all right. This run's got me a little stressed. Don't stress, I got you. Don't even sweat it, man. Oh, <laughs> oh no, 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 no. Go ahead, clip it. Sends a chill up your spine when a nice guy turns evil. Slash Mark Christina Million.